0: Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price. My name is Hannah. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen each week. I pray that both the Bible study episodes and the lifestyle episodes Sarah and I bring you are a blessing to you. Be sure and share us with anyone you know who might be blessed by what God's asked us. To do, And if you're new to listening to Bought at a Price, we are a combination of both Bible study and how we can relate God's word to our lives as women of God. Everything kind of stems from what Paul says in 1 Corinthians, that we are the temples of God, the Holy Spirit's dwelling place, that our bodies are not our own we were bought at a price. So our Bible study posts and episodes that we bring you on Wednesdays help to round out and shape what it means to be the temples of God. And our lifestyle posts are the practical side of that. How, as temples of God, should we be caring for Our bodies, these amazing dwelling places of the Holy Spirit that God gave us to steward, gave us so that we're able to reflect Him to the world around us. What an awesome thing that is. So, today, what in the world am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about a Mediterranean diet. Last week, I brought you a big fat episode on plant-based diets. Beginner's guide to doing a plant-based diet the right way. And the Mediterranean diet is, you know, these diets, they've been on the front page for decades. And even earlier in January, 2020, this month, for those of you who are still listening in January of 2020, A Mediterranean diet was once again ranked the top diet by the U.S. News and World Report's best diets of 2020. And it's been the best diet for several years in this annual report that the U.S. News and World Report puts out every January. So today, I'm going to talk about how you can do a Mediterranean diet in 11 easy steps. And if you're wondering what a Mediterranean-style diet is and how you start one, I've got that information for you today. Every single thing you need to get started following a Mediterranean diet is right here in this episode. You see, a Mediterranean diet, it's been shown to help with heart disease, overeating, cancer, dementia, and so, so much more. So if you're looking for a sustainable diet that everyone in your family can follow and enjoy, a Mediterranean diet is the diet for you. That's one of the reasons why it continues to be ranked the top diet by the U.S. News & World Report, and it's because it is an easy diet to follow, and it's a diet that everyone in your family can get on board with. So, a Mediterranean diet does include all of the elements that we talked about last Friday in that plant-based diet beginner's guide that I just mentioned. And that's one of the main reasons it has so many health benefits. Because truly, a Mediterranean diet, it's a plant-based diet. And a plant-based diet could, depending on how you follow it, be a Mediterranean diet. So, keep listening, and I'm going to show you some of those key differences between a Mediterranean and a plant-based diet. They're subtle, so keep on. We're going to get there. So first, let's define what a Mediterranean-style diet is, and then we'll look at how you can get started following one. So, what is it? The first thing that we need to clear up is there isn't a... Mediterranean diet. It's a way of eating that's actually modeled after how people in the Mediterranean ate back in the 1950s and 60s. And because everyone in the Mediterranean region followed a different diet, there isn't actually one exact Mediterranean style diet. But there's several things that all these people in the Mediterranean regions had in common when researchers were studying them. They all had active lifestyles. They ate low or no red meat, sugar, and saturated fat. And they ate a ton of vegetables, fruits, nuts, healthy fats, and whole grains. And I know, that's kind of vague, and you're probably wanting specifics. But what you have to realize is the Mediterranean diet is an eating and lifestyle Pattern. It's not a diet with hard and fast rules to follow. What a Mediterranean diet is can be hard to firmly nail down, but I'm going to do my best to help you figure out how to start a Mediterranean diet. So, what is a Mediterranean diet? It's a plant based diet that includes seven to ten servings of vegetables per day. Oops, hold on sorry about that, includes more plant-based sources of protein than meat, focuses on whole grains, and makes fruit the dessert of choice. Another significant part of following a Mediterranean diet is living an active lifestyle. So you want to be looking for opportunities to move your body. I'm including a link in the show notes that has some great activity tips for making your life an active life. Now, let's break this down and look at how you can start a Mediterranean diet. There's 11 key aspects to following a Mediterranean style diet. And if you're concerned that doing all 11 of these at once would be challenging and overwhelming, then start with step 1. Do it for the first week, then add step two the following week. Continue adding a step each week until you're successfully doing all 11. Make sense? All right, let's get started. It's probably no surprise if you have listened to me talk about lifestyle things before. But number one, think vegetables first. How can you make vegetables the star of every meal? Because the Mediterranean diet is veggie heavy. So whether you're snacking brown bag and sitting down in front of a formal meal, vegetables should be the most prominent ingredient. And think outside the traditional grocery store box. Explore the produce section of your local ethnic grocery stores. Many of the benefits attributed to following a Mediterranean diet come from the colorful polyphenols in the different vegetables that they eat polyphenols those are the antioxidant and health promoting micronutrients contained in plants all right that probably sounds like a mouthful if you're not a science nerd like i am polyphenols think all of the different colors in plants antioxidant think of something that can keeps rust from happening. So it's like keeping your body from getting rusty, keeping everything inside from getting stuck up, stuck together, and not just your joints, but everything inside your body that moves, like your blood flow, your lymph system, You've got all these pathways in your body that fluid is moving through, and we want to make sure that those pathways stay clear and opening. Health-promoting micronutrients, those are the little guys. Not only vitamins and minerals, but additional plant nutrients that don't have specific uh, vitamin or mineral properties, But give additional health benefits to the plants, and those health benefits that they provide the plants, they also provide us. I call polyphenols one of plants' many superpowers. So put on your veggie cape and make vegetables the star of your Mediterranean meals so that you'll reap plants' superpower, polyphenol benefits. Number two. Get active. Your body was created to move. Take a look at it. You've got joints. You've got bones. You've got muscles. An active lifestyle is foundational to following a Mediterranean diet the right way. So how can you increase the amount that you're moving each day? Some simple steps would include parking further away, using the stairs, taking activity breaks while you're at work, and looking at the link that I've got in the show notes for some other additional activity and body moving tips. Number three, whole grains or no grains. When you think of grains and you're following a Mediterranean diet, those grains need to be whole. That's things like brown rice, still cut oats, millet, teff, sorghum, 100% 100% whole wheat. For those of you who eat wheat, whole grains have both the end, oh, well, not both because there's more than one, endosperm, germ, and bran intact. And because of this, they still have all of their God-given nutrients intact. Whole grains aren't, though, the packages on um, foods that say made with whole grains. Look at the ingredients. Does it list 100% whole wheat or 100% of another whole grain? If not, it's not a whole grain. So my favorite whole grain bread is Ezekiel bread. This is a sprouted whole grain bread that's made after a list of whole grains and legumes in the book of Ezekiel in the Bible. You can also, though, find some additional whole grains and sprouted wraps, breads, pizza crusts, etc. at both Food for Life, where Ezekiel bread is made, and also another one called Angelic Bakehouse. I love that Imperfect Foods if you have that available in your area, has started to carry some of the Angelic Bakehouse uh, wraps and pizza crusts. So number four, use healthy fats, mono and polyunsaturated fats are one of the many reasons why a Mediterranean diet has so many health benefits. To get your mono and polyunsaturated fats, you want to make sure that you're eating plenty of nuts, seeds, and olives in your day-to-day meals. And if you're going to use oil, make sure it's as unprocessed as possible. Many grocers will sell an unfiltered olive oil. And that unfiltered olive oil is a bit cloudy because it still has small tiny little bits of the actual olive floating in it. This oil is full of health benefits, but it's not a cooking oil. Anytime you're using an extra virgin olive oil or an unfiltered olive oil, it's a dressing and finishing oil, not a cooking oil. One tip when you're using healthy fats, because they don't uh, withstand high heat, consider cooking your food in a seasoned cast iron pan without oil and use water to deglaze and keep the food from sticking That wee break was brought to you by Jasmine, my service dog, deciding she needed to bark at a package carrier. Anyway... Keep it from sticking. Then you use the extra virgin olive oil to help carry the food's flavor after it's finished cooking. You'll be surprised at how much flavor comes popping out of your food when you use that oil at the end instead of cooking it with it. You also want to keep a dish of great quality, flavorful extra virgin olive oil handy so that you can drizzle it on your vegetables, your whole grains or dipping stuff into it. I'm going to include a link in the show notes that is a blog post written about, I think it comes from Engine House 9, don't quote me on that, about cooking with water instead of oil. Number five, you want to spice things up. Herbs and spices have a major role in Mediterranean foods, and they are a great way of adding flavor to your foods. Think of fresh herbs like basil, dill, garlic, marjoram, mint, oregano, parsley, rosemary, sage, thyme, and tarragon. Don't try and say that too many times fast. And how you can add those to your meals to add... Add extra flavor. You can also mix them into dressings or make sauces out of them in addition to sprinkling them generously over all different types of food. And then dried spices. Bay leaf, black pepper, cloves, coriander, cumin, fendel, lavender, paprika, saffron, savory, sumac, and turmeric are also prominent in Mediterranean foods and are another great way to add flavor while you're cooking the foods. So get creative with herbs and spices as you're preparing your plant-based Mediterranean foods. There's so much you can do with herbs and spices. So think outside of the traditional American flavor box. I kind of find American food to be flavorless, but that's another day. Number six, finish with fruit. Fresh or dried fruit is the Mediterranean diet dessert of choice. And if you're planning to follow this style of diet as a way of life, you want to replace your cookies, your bars, and your other sweets with fruit. Over time, you'll begin to recognize the inherent sweetness that many plant foods already contain. But, You don't have to kiss the sugar sweetened desserts completely goodbye. You just have to save them for those special occasions like birthdays and weddings. A little dairy's okay. That's number seven, and this is a key difference between following a one hundred percent plant based diet and a Mediterranean style diet. With a Mediterranean style diet, dairy. Of good quality, that's the key here. The best quality dairy your budget can sustain. And Mediterranean diet, you're looking for full fat, unsweetened dairy products. Think about the dairy products you're choosing to use as dairy products that you would be able to make yourself if you had a cow in your backyard. Most Yogurts and cheeses are very, very easy to make. In your kitchen, you could grab a gallon of milk from the grocery store and make your own yogurt, mozzarella, ricotta. These are the kinds of cheeses and dairy products that are common in a Mediterranean diet. Also, a good quality Parmesan or Parmigiano-Reggiano is also foundational in a Mediterranean diet. But they're not eating a lot of dairy. Dairy is used as a flavoring. It's used to boost the flavor of the plant on your plate. So use it mindfully and use it in small amounts. Number eight, this is the meat topic. And I got two bullets for meat. The first meat one is use it sparingly. And by sparingly, I mean as a garnish, just like what I said with the dairy. Meat is actually the most expensive thing that you can put in your grocery cart. And people that are following a Mediterranean diet know this. So how would you use the most expensive thing you owned? Sparingly. So use a little pork or a little poultry to complement a vegetable-based meal or sprinkle a little bit of prosciutto over a vegetable-heavy salad. Even better, skip the meat entirely and substitute things like beans, lentils, nuts, and seeds as your protein of choice in your meals. Those things are the least expensive protein sources. Nine, remove the red meat. Red meat is something that you seldom find in traditional Mediterranean diets. And that's because their meals are largely built around less expensive, health-promoting plant foods. So if you're going to make a Mediterranean diet your new way of life, then red meat should likely become a thing of the past or a very rare occurrence. 10. Make friends with seafood. Seafood is the only non-plant protein that makes a semi-regular appearance in a Mediterranean diet. This is another of the things that's a standout about a Mediterranean diet versus a 100% plant-based diet. So if you're starting a Mediterranean diet, Eating seafood twice a week is a okay but you want to look for seafood that's rich in omega-3 fatty acids. These omega-3s are polyunsaturated fats, one of the fats I just mentioned when we talked about fats, and that help lower inflammation, decrease triglyceride levels, and help prevent heart failure and stroke. And you can find omega-3 fats in fish like salmon, mackerel, herring, sardines. If you don't eat fish, algae is another source of omega-3s as well as flax seeds, chia seeds, things like that. You also with the seafood, you want to look for wild-caught, sustainable seafood. Try and find a shop in your area that sells seafood that's either fresh-caught or frozen at sea. The Seafood Watch at the Monterey Bay Aquarium is a great tool for finding sustainable seafood in your area, and I've got a link for it in the show notes for you. Number eleven, what about alcohol? the Mediterranean diet, it's known for red wine, but we're not going to tell anyone to start drinking. But if you already drink alcohol, then make red wine your alcoholic drink of choice, because there could be some health benefits from drinking red wine. Research studies on the Mediterranean diet do show improved health when small amounts of red wine are consumed but the benefits aren't so significant that any of the researchers will recommend people begin drinking alcohol. So leave that one to your own judgment. Mediterranean diet foods. The plant-based food list that is in the show notes from last week episode contains most of the foods included in a Mediterranean diet. I'll put a link in the show notes again, just in case you didn't get that uh, food list from last week. The only things that it doesn't include are the dairy and the seafood items. So in addition to the plant-based food list, a Mediterranean diet food list could, but doesn't have to, include wild-caught seafood, unsweetened Greek yogurt, cheese, eggs, poultry, pork, and or red wine. If you follow the above 11 steps that I just talked about, you're going to be eating everything that's allowed in a Mediterranean diet. But if you need an exact food list, print the plant-based one that I mentioned, and then write in wild-caught seafood, unsweetened Greek yogurt, cheese, eggs, poultry, pork, and maybe red wine. So, How do you start a Mediterranean diet? You make vegetables the star of each meal and fill the rest of your plate mostly with plants. What foods are included on a Mediterranean diet food list? Mostly plants with a small amount of seafood, dairy, eggs, poultry, or pork. Now... You'll notice that when I said, how do you start a Mediterranean-style diet, that I said make vegetables the star of each meal and fill the rest of your plate mostly with plants, you're probably thinking, um, aren't vegetables plants? So what other plants are there to put on my plate? Think whole grains, think legumes, nuts, seeds, healthy fats like olives and avocado, plants. Lots and lots of plants may be garnished with a little bit of seafood, cheese, poultry, something like that. So in the show notes, I have pulled together from a variety of different blogs, a three-day Mediterranean style meal plan. And also, last week's plant-based episode included a seven-day plant-based meal plan that you can follow. And that meal plan from last week is 100% plant-based. So if you grab it and want to add a little bit of dairy or a little bit of seafood to it, feel free to do that. You could add a little bit of unsweetened Greek yogurt to one of the breakfast meals that's a muesli, have some salmon with an apple pecan farro recipe, or add some shrimp to the Thai peanut noodles that are in the plant-based meal plan. But the three-day Mediterranean diet meal plan that I'm going to link to in the show notes it has some additional ideas for you that already include a little bit of seafood and dairy. So look for that in the show notes as well, because it gives you three days of what to eat following a 100% Mediterranean diet. There is so much that could be we could talk about with regards to a Mediterranean diet. So I might be coming back to this topic in the coming weeks and months, but I wanted to start by just showing you how easy it is to begin following a Mediterranean diet. But remember, a Mediterranean diet is a lifestyle. One of the number one things about it is that it needs to include activity. It's not just about what's on the end of your fork. And a Mediterranean diet It's an easy diet to follow. There's a reason the U.S. News & World Report continues to rank this diet number one. It's because it's the easiest to follow, it's the best overall diet, the best diet for healthy eating, and so much more. The Mediterranean diet is a diet you can follow for life, and it's a diet everyone in your family, not just you, will happily take part in. Until next time, remember, whether you choose to follow a Mediterranean diet or something else, make plant-based foods, especially vegetables, the star of every meal. God bless.